This is 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 the local music revolution the local music revolution local music revolution local music revolution Welcome to the Local Music Revolution. I am your host, Ogre. How are you doing? On today's episode, we have a special one. We have Sean Fay from the Full Circle Podcast. The Full Circle Podcast is a music news podcast uh, that Sean Fay runs, and it's a really good one. So in my interview here, Sean contacted me, and we talk about his podcast, why he got into podcasting, why it was music, and some of his favorite bands. That's all going to be coming up in a minute. But first, let's do the sponsor thing. Stringjoy.com, of course, very first sponsor. Been with me since, well, last year. Um, They have been great to me and great to the artists they work with. Go to Stringjoy.com and they will actually create a custom set of strings just for you. They will work with you to find what you are looking for, the sound that is in your head, And if they don't find it, they will actually help you create it. So, go to Stringjoy.com and check them out. When you get to the checkout, all you have to do is enter the promo code LOCAL. That's L-O-C-A-L. And you will get a discount for being a listener of the Local Music Revolution. If you by chance do use this code, give me a heads up. You can give me a heads up on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash the local music revolution, Twitter at TLMR Podcast, on Instagram at the local music revolution, on Tumblr at Tumblr.com slash the local music revolution, and on WordPress, the local music revolution.wordpress.com. Let me know if you use that code so that I can feel happy that my listeners are getting discounts and being treated as good as I think they should couple things I want to discuss really fast. Um, April 22nd, I was given a short notice show and I was able to pull it together and have a really decent night. So I wanted to thank all of the bands that showed up. That would be Cool Homer Jack, Sexual Steve-O and the Neighborhood Scum, Perception, Benson, and Culture Vulture. Um, what was really cool is Culture Vulture is actually a two-man band um, that consists of the owners of the venue that I was working at and we had a little lull we didn't know where the band was uh, in their travels they had not shown up yet and they were like you know what we'll give them some time to get here so they jumped on with like 30 minutes notice and it was a very very entertaining set I really enjoyed that night it was a great one to be had so with that being said I have decided that moving forward, I will be doing more shows here around the Tulare area. Um, At current time, it's exclusively with Barmageddon because they treat me and my bands so very well. They're so very nice to work with. Uh, So I will continue that relationship moving forward. I have three ideas of shows to do, 
and uh, one already set in stone that I will be doing. Uh, so if you are in the area, just uh, pay attention. And um, if you see those shows, don't miss them because they're really, really good shows. I make it a point of that. Also, there are big things in the work for the local music revolution. Um, it's just taking time to do it because I do have jobs and a wife and a life. And the podcast is already a big one, but adding these things to it is going to take a little bit of time unless I shut it down and I don't want to do that. So um, just be on the lookout uh, here, hopefully in a coming month or so, I will have everything prepared and ready to go. Well, that's it for the announcements and all of that stuff. So let's get to the interview. This is Sean Fay from the Full Circle Podcast. All right, we're live. All right, I'm here with Sean from the Full Circle Podcast. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great, Andrew. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for asking. So um, you contacted me to talk about your podcast. So um, first thing I want to know is what led you to start a podcast in the first place? Well, what made me kind of decide that podcasting was my thing was, uh, I, I, I guess, since I'm, I'm 17 years old and I'm still in high school, and, you know, all my friends kind of were like, you know, oh, you got, like, that radio voice. It, you know, you sound like you could be on the radio. And I always mm-hmm. thought about it, and I'm like, oh, well, you know what? You're not that, you're not that far off because, you know, I always wanted to be a musician, but I always thought, I, I started thinking, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I do have the radio thing in mind. So I, I decided after a long, a long, a lot of uh, thinking, I kind of decided myself that, you know what? Maybe it's best that I can start out in in radio. I thought maybe this could be something I could do on the side, you know, something a little special. So I decided that uh, I would start a podcast. So I thought it'd be pretty cool. I came up with some cool ideas, and I eventually came up with the Full Circle. Nice. So what is the Full Circle about? Is there a niche that you're going for, or is it just something where it gives you a platform to talk? Uh, Well... The Full Circle actually started in a pretty interesting way, but as it stands right now, the Full Circle is a weekly podcast that that comes out every Saturday talking about the latest news in the hard rock and heavy metal community, so the music that I'm passionate about, the music that I've really gotten to know and love for a long time. And it's funny you ask that, Andrew, because it it started out in a pretty interesting way where it it started out with, I, I had... The first, very first episode had the hard rock and heavy metal theme, as I go with right now. But I kind of, after that episode, I started to think, well, I kind of want to have that accessibility where I can, I can kind of tap into other crowds as well. I didn't know if I wanted to sell myself on just the hard rock and heavy metal community. Okay. I wanted, you know, to be able to go to my friends and family and have them listen as well. So I was, I was thinking about that accessibility part. So I started. The, I think the couple of episodes after that, episode two and three, I started kind of tapping into real world stuff and what's going on in the in the world today. And I, I tapped on some of those topics. And then eventually I got onto a podcast network, which I'm on right now, the AM Podcast Network, uh, run by a guy named Adam Mulholland, a very great guy and a very great coach to me. And I kind of, I, when we sat down for the first time and we really talked about, about the podcast and how what I could do with it, I, he kind of told me, well, you know, what, 
try to pick one niche. What what thing do you like the most? Do you like hard rock and metal music the most? Or do you like the real world? Do you want to talk about that kind of stuff? And it made me really think hard, and I, I finally decided that, that hard rock and heavy metal music is my passion, and that's what I, I've, I've been focused on for the most. And it's a culture that I, I, I feel like I belong to. So I, I told them, I said, you know what? I think that's the route I need to go. So from that point on, I, it became a hard rock and heavy metal podcast pretty much. So when you talk about that stuff, do you talk about the stuff like the major rock and metal publications talk about, or do you actually go out and try to find bands that haven't been heard of before? Well, mainly I talk about what, what's going on big in the big news with some of the big bands out there and sort. And I, I check, I kind of basically, I, I share news from various news outlets like loudwire.com, uh, <laughs> metalinjection.net a bunch of news outlets, outlets like that and kind of provide my own my own spin on those news stories and what my thoughts are and I actually I also do kind of tap into some of those some of those underground bands out there like I recently did a, an interview with a fairly new band called She Pulled the Trigger they've only been around for seven months around Lancaster, Pennsylvania I, I interviewed those guys and it was really cool bringing them on all their fans were excited to see it and it was, it was a pretty cool spectacle nice nice congratulations man it's awesome all right so um being that you are predominantly hard rock and heavy metal i have to ask you what got you into hard rock and heavy metal and who are you listening to right now well what got me in and it's kind of it is very interesting and some people may not <laughs> some people may, may hate me for this but and actually, believe it or not, Nickelback was what got me into rock, rock in general. I remember, and I remember like it was yesterday, the, the old TV show that was on an NBC called Heroes. It's kind of <laughs> deja vu, brought that back. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I remember when that show Heroes was out. This was about probably 10 years ago. Uh, I remember hearing on the commercial um, what ended up being uh, their hit song, If Everyone Cares, off of uh, All the Right Reasons. So I, I remember hearing the song. I didn't know what it was at the time. So I was like, this is actually some really cool stuff. This is pretty cool. So then eventually I'm like, I got to figure out who, who this song is from. And, I mean, at the time, I didn't really care about music. I listened to whatever was popular. I didn't really have a preference. So I started listening. I, I finally... I, I was in I was in the car going somewhere, and all of a sudden I hear the song come on the radio, and I'm like, "Oh, that's the song! Oh my God, that's the song!" So then I hear at the end that the, the radio disc jockey's like, "Oh, and that was if everyone cared by by um, big uh, rock star Nickelback." And I was like, "Oh, that's who it is." So then eventually I, I listened to that that one song from them for a little while. And then it eventually branched out to the rest of the All the Right Reasons record. I ended up listening to the whole thing of that. And then it branched out into some of their other CDs. And then it just branched out further and further. And then eventually, on the metal side, I started into, like, I think I started with Metallica, with what got me into the metal scene. And eventually it spread out to the rest of the big four bands, uh, Magadeth, Slayer, and Anthrax. And then after that, it just it keeps blossoming. And, and day by day, you know, week by week, my catalog just gets bigger and bigger with the bands that I listen to. Um, you know, like there's there's good bands out there nowadays, like uh, Trivium's one I can think of. 
Um, there's a bunch of bunch of bands. It's so much I can't even think of all at once. But one, uh, some of the I'll, I can tell you some of the bands that have recently come out with some albums that are really cool. Uh, like Doctor Six from uh, Five Finger Death Punch. That album, incredible. Uh, there's a album that came out just recently. Oh well, Tribune came out Silence in the Snow. That was an awesome record. There's there's a bunch of good stuff out there, but. But right now, Nickelback is probably that's all. That's like the one band that, that truly means a lot to me. And also, Breaking Benjamin's another band too. They recently came out with a new one, Dark Before Dawn, that is incredible, an incredible record. That's awesome, man. Um, I'm not a fan of Nickelback. Um, there are a couple songs that are okay, um, but for the most part, um, I like a lot of more aggression. But the good thing about Nickelback is they they pushed Roadrunner Records, which used to be an indie label, so hard they made them millions of dollars. And when that happens, every other band on that label gets more money so that they can do great things. That's why Trivium is so big, and that's why they're so amazing right now. Um, Definitely, and they've kind of now Roadrunner is what it is today, pretty much. Uh, the the funny thing is, you say Trivium. I actually saw Trivium this past weekend, and they were amazing, as always. I've seen them, I think, like three or four times now, and they always blow me away. They're just so great. Yeah, it's really cool stuff, definitely, especially with their newest record. is It's incredible because, I mean, Matthew C., his, his performance vocally, it, it's, it's very amazing in that it, it, I, I remember hearing some some. Uh, some different stuff going out that you know people were worried that there's going to be too much screaming in it and too much aggression but everybody's like wow there's actually not that much screaming in it and it's it's really good because I think there was an interview out there that Matt Heafy did that he he said that it, it was very powerful that now he feels like now he can truly sing and he truly did sing very well on this on this latest record and I love it, it it's incredible you have a good point I mean that if anybody thinks anything about Trivium, it should be, I don't know Jack, and they're going to surprise me. Because if you look at their entire catalog, every CD is different. And it's such exactly. a great thing that they do for music. It, it's really, you know, it's like a grab bag. It's like, what's going to happen next? And I love that fact about them. I always have. Definitely. And uh, to bring it back to, like, you were saying earlier about Nickelback, you like a couple of their songs. I know there. You know, I know the controversy out there that some people are like, oh, they suck, or oh, their songs are the same. You know, yeah, to an extent. I mean, I will admit that their latest record, No Fix the Draft, there, there's some things on it that even me being a hardcore Nickelback fan, I even freaked out with. I mean, <laughs> especially hearing like Flow Rida on one of their songs. Like, are you freaking kidding me? You know, like, come on now. There's something that I could, I was just scratching my head with, but they still do produce pretty good songs out there. And and honestly, why why hate? You know. Well, uh, that right there goes back to the whole thing. Um, their track record, they've sold millions of records, and they've made it to where some of these underground bands like Trivium and Hatebreed and Deicide and. You know, all of those crazy underground bands that Roadrunner dealt with and were bringing up, they got more influence because of Nickelback selling so many records. Same with Slipknot. I mean, Slipknot's made them millions upon millions of dollars, and it just helps everybody on the label. It's not just that band. It's everybody. 
and some people just don't understand the the business side of music and it's a tragedy it really is it, yeah truly it, it is it's frustrating when you get these type these people out there that say like the people that that really just care about the music and not the business side of it and it, it is it is a tragedy i do agree with you andrew it, it's a tragedy that some people don't really they don't really take the time to understand what, how the business works and and how everything is run yeah, that, that, that also can lead into the point of Five Finger Death Punch, which you mentioned earlier. Um, their newest CD got number one, I believe, uh, when it first came out. So it's number one on the yeah, Billboard charts. And that right there, a lot of people look at that and they're like, oh, they're sellouts because they're number one on the Billboard charts. And I say no. Um, that shows right there that rock and heavy metal are here to stay that shows that people actually buy those records and people need to understand that and embrace that because it's us eating our own young, basically. Yeah, and, and definitely, I think overall, Five Finger Death Punch has had a great, a, a basically a, a knockout sound from the beginning. I mean, going all the way back to the way of the fifth, it, 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 from, that, from that point on, those, those guys had it great from day one. I mean, they, they really brought out a great sound. You know, some people argue that, that that radio vibe is kind of freakish to, to some fans, and I disagree with that. I think, you know, I think radio is good to some extent. I mean, some fans like Nickelback take it a little too far and start to get to the pop scene, but well, with Five Finger Death Punch, they hit that perfect radio sound that it's, it, it is incredible. They are one of the bands that show that, show that example that, Radio sound isn't that bad. It's not bad to make singles that are meant to be released out there to the radio. And, you know, and, and especially, like, a perfect example off about your six is uh, Wash It All Away. That, that, that song, to me, stands out among the record. It, it's, it's absolutely, it just, it's all those vibes that combine together, and they all come together and, and, and really just make an incredible record. See, I, I understand that, but I've been a fan of Death Punch since before Way of the Fist came out. Um, I found them in high school, and I've been a fan ever since. And when we go off the air, if you want to hear stories, I can tell you stories. But um, the, <laughs> thing, the thing about Death Punch is I have a feeling that it's not just them writing. Um, it, it goes back to Dee Snyder in the 80s not having things to write about. Uh, because he's so successful and I think it's watered down what they've done and don't get me wrong I know them I love them I would go see them again in a heartbeat but the thing is I just I, I feel like they need to you know not try to hit radio as much as they have because way of the fist if you listen to that and you listen to got your six they're two completely different things and I, I really, I, I do agree with that. I do agree, <clears throat> and I, I, I think what 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 makes Five Finger Death Punch very special is that is that alone. That in the beginning, it was a very hardcore album, very lots of hardcore vibes in it. But there's that still that sense of melody that's out there. It's not just mm -hmm. the fist pounding, but it's also bringing you in too with every track that they pull out, and you can feel it from their heart on every single track they release from all their albums and you could tell that their work is, is going to something yeah i i completely understand um uh one of my previous guests he used the term timestamp, 
records or timestamp songs. Basically, just when you hear that record, it takes you straight back to a time. And uh, Way of the Fist takes me straight back to 2007 when I was a a senior in high school. And I was, you know, just I had so much anger and frustration and everything. Way of the Fist, you know, it got me through that. So I will be eternally grateful for him. I have Death Punch tattoo on my arm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and there's, there, there are a bunch of good albums out there like that that kind of bring that nostalgia effect. You know, what comes to mind to me is uh, Saint Anger. You know, as, as many from Metallica. I mean, as, as some people may argue that Saint Anger probably might be one of their worst records. I, I strongly disagree. I mean, I think, I think Saint Anger brings in, yeah, brings in a new vibe that Metallica really never touched before. But I think it's very accurate to the time that they were going through and how all the problems that they were kind of going through together as a band. But I, I look at that, like you, like you said, Andrew, you know, the way the fist took you through a period of time that was difficult for you. You know, and sometimes when I feel a little frustration, I feel like it's always good to throw in a little sane anger, and it kind of, it, it takes in all, an album like that, bring in those emotions and kind of, they soothe you and they calm you. Just like, you know, recently there's a study that came out saying that hard rock and heavy metal music practically makes you, it soothes you as opposed to making you like violent and angry. Exactly. That's why it's great to have those things. <laughs> All right, Sean. So we're talking about music, but we should really go back to your podcast. So I, I really want to know what are your goals for the podcast and, and what are you trying to accomplish with, with uh, your, your format? Well, with the full circle, I mean, I, I really am hoping to to tap into the fans of, of the music that I'm very passionate about and the music that I've that really grown grown me to be the person I am today. And you know, I, I look out at all these different other podcasts that are out there that are out here in this community, like Jamie Jossa, for example, with the Jamie Jossa Show. Yes, and a bunch of other ones that are really good as well. You know, I, I look at those and I think I, I would love to have that, to bring in some fans and bring in people that I can connect with that share the, the same love and passion, you know. And, and my goal, I guess, is a tease to some of the Full Circle listeners and maybe listeners, who knows if you're out there. Um, <laughs> I do really, I'm, I'm planning on, within the next year, possibly bringing this to live internet radio. So I, I'm looking to, wow. I'm looking to really, really hit it out of the, hit it out of the ballpark with this. I'm, I'm looking the best I can, especially being on the, uh, the AM podcast network with a bunch of other great shows, like the Vince Wild show, the car ride home and a bunch of other good ones as well. Um, it, I'm kind of bringing my own show up collectively along with, uh, Adam Mulholland, who's bringing up his own podcast network, being the AM podcast network, which he's only, it's only been around for about a year or two. Really? And we're kind of, I guess, collectively, he's bringing up the podcast network together as I'm bringing my show up together. And all the rest of the shows are bringing, it, are bringing themselves up together. With the, nice. with, and so pretty much we're all coming up together. That's awesome, man. That's always good to have like-minded people around you. It really is. Definitely. <clears throat> all right, man. So um, how do you get the information? You said you go to major um, news publications, but it is... Is that all that you do, or is there other things that you incorporate into the show? Um, that's about pretty much it. I mean, usually I'm on the lookout for any like top news stories from those main sources. If you know, if it's something that I feel like I could make 
comment on and give my own perspective on something, I can definitely, that's definitely what I look out for. Like a couple episodes ago, um, or a couple weekends ago, I re- released an episode. I talked about an article that was posted on VH1.com by, by a guy named Doc Coyle, who was a former guitarist for the band, God Forbid. And yep. he posted an article on there that was, I had, I kind of disagreed with his, his, um, his viewpoint on it. I didn't, I didn't think that he really understood how, I mean, essentially I felt like he was saying that all the older band, all the older like 80s bands like Slayer and, and all them should be still dominating the music industry over some of these newer bands like Trivium or Five Finger Death Punch or Bring Me the Horizon. And I disagree with that viewpoint. So I actually had the opportunity to bring him on the show and talk about it a little bit as well as his background too with God Forbid and, and now a new project he just came out with Vagus Nerve. And he, we kind of cleared it up and he kind of gave me a little bit of a better understanding of what he was what he was going for with his article. So, I mean, it's stuff like that. I'm pretty much just on the lookout for anything that that stands out to me that I can maybe give a comment on and, and share a viewpoint. And really, the show, all the show is, basically, is just me giving my comments on, on stuff going on in the news and just get a laugh, you know, or <laughs> find a laugh and and just kind of share some stuff, you know, share my opinion, what I think about what's going on in the community that I love. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, um, what do you have for this week? Can you give some spoilers or, uh, or, or any episodes that you have down the pipeline? Um, well, in the future, I guess for the, the podcast and for myself as well, um, we're recording this interview October 30th, which is the day before Halloween, which tomorrow is going to be the special Halloween episode of The Full Circle. We just recently, we did a bunch of interviews, and this is practically my my one of, uh, my first episode back from those interviews. We're going back to regular news, what's going on. I, I did uh, three weeks in a row, I did some pretty interesting interviews. Um, like I had said before, I interviewed, actually I interviewed a colleague of mine, uh, I mean, a podcast network. His name is Vince Wild. He has a show on the Vince Wild Show, and he's been in the radio business for 19 years. And he's he's officially come to podcasting. And I, I interviewed him on my show. Uh, I also interviewed, like I had told you before, Doc Coyle. And I also got to interview uh, the band She Pulled the Trigger, brand new band. I interviewed them, and now we're, I'm heading back to. Uh, for this 13th episode of the, the Full Circle, it's going to be coming out Halloween, October 31st. Um, going back to news stories, just talking about what's going on in the news and stuff. And next weekend, November 7th, I'm going to be interviewing another band, Unparalleled Height. I'm going to be interviewing them too, which actually listeners can check it out uh, Sunday, November 1st at 7 p.m. Eastern on Blab.im. I'm going to be live interviewing the band and asking and doing my interview with them live and having some fans ask some questions as well. It's definitely a cool experience. Fans can either ask a question in the chat section or they can even pop in on, on the blab, pop in a seat. I don't know if you're familiar with blab that I am, but um, folks can actually pop in live via webcam and they can pop in and, and ask the band a question along with myself and the band. It's definitely a really cool experience. I'm going to be interviewing them. I'm going to also be, myself, I'm going to be on the Naked Porch podcast. I'm going to be on there. And, yeah, the, the future is pretty pretty good, I'd say, full circle. 
Well, congratulations, man. That's great to hear. All right, Sean. It's the end of the interview. So as I ask with everybody, how can people get a hold of you? How can people hear the podcast and how great you're doing with it? Well, uh, uh, Andrew, we can folks can listen to The Full Circle on uh, soundcloud.com slash The Full Circle Podcast. I have all the, all the 13 episodes up. Well, 13, 13 will be coming out tomorrow, Halloween. So all the 13 episodes and more can be on soundcloud.com slash The Full Circle Podcast. Or you can also check out www.ampodcastnetwork.com if you want to check out the show on there as well. And there's also... If you're if you're more of a fan of reading rather than listening, I I, po- I have blog posts up there as well. So if you want to catch uh, a blog post of the episode rather than listening, that's available as well. www.ampodcastnetwork.com, and I'm also on iTunes as well. You try to find the full circle on iTunes, and yeah, and you can also on social media you can find uh, if you search the full circle on Facebook. I, I would say the link, but there's there's no custom link though. Uh, if you search the full circle up on Facebook, you should be able to find it. Uh, Twitter is at twitter.com slash uh, the full circle uh, at the full circle underscore. And we're also on Instagram and Google Plus as well. Nice. So it's pretty cool. Lots of good opportunities to, to reach out to me. And if you want to reach out to me on a personal side, you can follow me on Twitter, my personal account, uh, at Sean underscore A underscore Faye. Figured I might as well throw that out there. Awesome. But yeah, lots of good stuff to contact me with. Or even email, thefullcircle15 at gmail.com. Throw me an email. Let me know how the show's going. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you reaching out to me. It was wonderful talking to you, man. Um, when you have more time, I would like to get you back on the show so we can talk music, actually open up and argue about music. That would be fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Sounds awesome, Andrew. And, and thank you, too, for having me on. No, oh, no problem, man. You have a good night. I will talk to you very soon, man. Yeah, hopefully, Andrew. I'll see you, buddy. That was Sean Fay from the Full Circle Podcast. Go check him out. You can find all of the information here on uh, the episode's information. Also, uh, this is the dirtbag block of rock good roll program confirmed go and throttle up you are now listening to the dirtbag block of rock welcome back to the dirtbag block of rock we got mr damian baker on the phone right now from the band the everyday losers based out of indiana damian say hello to everybody hey guys how you doing we are doing outstanding. Tell us about the Everyday Losers. We're a band from Southern Indiana. Um, we're doing a lot of cool things right now. We're finishing our album right now, our second full length. Got a lot of stuff in the works. You guys kind of got a punk vibe going on, right? A little bit. I'd say since I got in the band, and probably a year before I got in the band, actually, it's really changed into just your your harder rock stuff. Before I was in the band, it was definitely, I would say, there's a lot of punk influence. But I think we've evolved since changing drummers i think that kind of helped a lot how have you guys evolved since you got in the band i know personally for me just as a player playing with those three guys has helped me so much you just have to stay tuned and listen to it that sounds good sounds like you guys enjoy what you do man uh i see that you guys are from washington indiana so what cities do you guys normally play in you guys tour around the midwest any yeah man, i mean we've we have literally been everywhere except for like hawaii alaska washington state florida and california and i think we've dodged arkansas something like that like we went everywhere but that just happened to be the one state we always drive around we've been all of the east coast this summer 
if every plan that we have goes through, then uh, we'll definitely hit up the West Coast for sure. Tell us about the road, man. I got really lucky because I didn't have to go through all that developmental stage where you lose team members and things like that. I just happened upon coming in and being very lucky because they already had an established sound. So I got to come in and just kind of lay down what I thought would sound good with them. As far as being on the road, it really helps me have four best friends in a van. You know, it doesn't help with two brothers, but you know, you understand. So, four four best friends that anyone could ever have. Right. <laughs> for sure, man. Hey, uh, Thank you very much for your time, Damien. Uh, we appreciate your time. You got the floor, my friend. Anything you'd like to say? Yeah, man. I look forward to our, our new album. Definitely check out our Facebook. Just Facebook at the Everyday Losers. And uh, give us a like. Check us out. And hope you like what you hear. That was Damien Baker from the band The Everyday Losers. This is their latest single, You've Got War, right here on the Dirtbag Block of Rock.
more music from the everyday losers and other Dirtbag sponsored artists, visit Dirtbag.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Dirtbag Clothing 1996. The Dirtbag Block of Rock is brought to you by Dirtbag Clothing, sponsored by Pair Booking. It was a really good episode and a really good interview with uh, Sean Fay. It's very nice to talk to somebody else that is in music and podcasting at the same time because not a lot of people are. I've only met two guys that were in that, and it's really weird. Next week, we're going to have a band out of the Central Coast area, which that's, you know, Central California, but at the coast. Um, (laughs) uh, Pismo, I believe, is the exact location they're from or based out of. They're called The Architects. Now, I met these guys last year... Um, when I went to the Map the Universe CD release, and it was phenomenal. Great guys to be around. Like, really, really fun guys to talk to. So, uh, be on the lookout for that next week. If you want to talk to me in between shows, or you have some ideas for posts that I can make, because there are other sources of content coming out on the podcast, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, just let me know. Go to facebook.com slash the local music revolution. Go to Twitter at TLMR podcast. Go to Instagram at the local music revolution on Tumblr, uh, tumblr.com slash the local music revolution and WordPress at the local music revolution dot wordpress.com. Also, I want to make it be known Facebook and Twitter are almost at a, uh, 500 followers each. Um, that's freaking awesome guys really really incredible so um at 500 for each one of those i will do some kind of giveaway or or something of that nature to celebrate the fact that 500 people are enjoying this podcast as much as i am and 500 people are believing in local music the way that they should so uh yeah keep in uh, touch for that if you do have friends send them my way the faster we get to 500 uh, likes um, and follows, the faster we get those prizes out to people. Until next time, this is the Local Music Revolution. I am Ogre. You have been fantastic. Take care and be good, everyone. This is the local this music is revolution. The local music is. revolution. The local music this revolution. Is. Local music revolution. Local music revolution. Local music revolution. Local music revolution. Local music revolution.